Welcome to the podcast, Taylor. Hello. Um, do, do you want to just give a quick intro of like who you are and what you do within the SCP Wiki? Uh, hi, my name is Taylor. Uh, in real life, I make music uh, on the Wiki, which I guess is also real life. I am uh, the co-captain of the community outreach team. I spearheaded the seminars project, and I am one of the two people helping to run the 6K contest. Yeah, so that's actually how I ended up. Well, I've always kind of known about you, and um, stop. And uh, <laughs> Proc, you know, say his name for me. Proc, he's the other person Pro who runs the Procyon Lotor, which apparently is the scientific name for raccoon. According to him, oh, I, I didn't know that okay. either, and then I got made a lot of fun of when I thought it was pronounced Procyon Lotor, and it's not. <laughs> oh well, yeah, just, you should know how to pronounce Greek or Latin, come on. I'm 20, you know, <laughs> and I failed out of Spanish in college, so no, I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know um, half of Latin. I mean, I, I started actually learning Latin, but anyway, not like actually but like watching people being like latin's pronounced this yeah. way a lot no, of my latin's friends in high school yeah. took latin they were like it's the coolest and then i was like should i take it and they were like no no yeah <laughs> it, it's one of those languages i'm like i'll enjoy it from the sidelines yeah. i'm not gonna bother learning very it, conflicting learning statements it. to be honest um but actually so i didn't know i, I want to ask you about this real mm -hmm. quick before we jump into the six thousand contest but i actually didn't know you make music i do for the wiki oh well, okay so uh that's mm, sort of i've never so a number of years ago there was some random person and this is before i was staff who was like i'm gonna write an article about space and how space is musical and there's like a galaxy that's sentient and it makes music because it's sad and i was like whoa <laughs> so i pm'd them i was like yo do you need music they were like what yeah so i wrote like this really really simple classical piece and this is way before i got like really into music this is like when i was just like fiddling around and stuff so i used a lot of garage band presets and it, it was it was okay but it was not completely original you know what i mean it was a lot mm -hmm. of the the yeah. pre-programmed midi files on garage band and uh that's kind of the extent of the music I've made for the wiki, and nothing ever happened with that. I have a few friends from the wiki who I uh, who I help mix for, uh, who I collaborate with on some personal projects. Uh, if it ever goes anywhere, a uh, a big time author and I have been sort of working on in a Dash J article where I'll be writing a piece for though. <clears throat> oh, cool. Sorry, I had like milkshake stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, no worries. Wow, so you got a lot kind of going on. Yeah. Uh, potentially. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So for people who don't know, moving on to the contest mm -hmm. stuff, um, what's that about? How come you can't just write an article for any number? So the series of articles for the wiki, we release them in kind of chunks of 1,000 because essentially we want to have you know, a set area where people can write for. You don't want people claiming numbers that could be influential or, you know, get more attention than other numbers arbitrarily. Uh, mm -hmm. Stuff like the X000 articles obviously will garner more attention than an article that's just like, let's say we're still in the 5000 series, an article that's like 5,322. That's not going to get as much 
uh, notoriety or as much attention as 5,000, because it's not as big or impactful of a number to the series. Mm -hmm. So for contests, uh, for the uh, X thousand contests, what we do is once we've hit like it depends on how quickly things are filling up. I think this year we did it when it hit about 140 slots remaining in this series. Uh, we released mm -hmm. this contest where the winner gets to choose uh, their slot in the 6,000 series. Uh, usually that person will either choose like X000 or X999 or mm. X234, you know, something that's notable that somebody might search for arbitrarily without really having a reason to do so it makes it so, so that everything kind of you know everything's fair in its own way gotcha and that's all basically a popularity run contest for the site members and uh, not the members the people on that have a wiki account can vote for i wouldn't say popularity i would um because popularity would insinuate it's based on the authors themselves when I mean, obviously, there's going to be some influence of that in the way that people vote, but that's kind of just, you know, that's just a flaw of the system. That's a flaw of any voting mm -hmm. system. Anybody might have some bias to vote towards somebody they like more than somebody that they don't know. But in general, the idea is, you know, you vote based on how much you like the article, and that's kind of what we really try to enforce. Gotcha. Gotcha. And... So this is actually something I never looked into, so I thought I'd just ask you is, do you need to be a member on the site for a certain amount of time to, because I know there's like a, a trust factor that Not like, at all. those like colored lines. Nope. So you could literally just make an account. If you made an account and vote, of. that is absolutely, absolutely fine. Obviously, if you have, you know, weird voting patterns, if we find out that you've downvoted every single article by one person, we're going to be like, um, mm. but no, there's no reason that you can't just make an account and join and be like, I like this upvote that's absolutely fine cool that's basically as inclusive as it gets yeah i mean hey um, we want as many people to join as we can that's the idea and so speaking of new series mm -hmm. how do you pick the themes for each contest <laughs> you want to know how it happened this year yeah uh, no i generally let do. me let me yeah. read you <laughs> let me let me <laughs> let me <laughs> Let me read you my PMs with Procky. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Uh. Okay. Coming up on them. Here we go. Alright. That was us going... Okay. Uh, on the 4th of April, in all capital letter, me. Hey, I forgot to hit you up, bud. 6k him let's do it tomorrow <laughs> me okay next day so these are the themes i've brainstormed so far and i send him let's see one two three four five six themes and he's just like i like this one i was like i like that one too and that was how the theme was decided <laughs> that was the entirety of our conversation can you spill the beans on what the other themes oh, are yeah, no i've already those? released them to a bunch of okay. people because i have no filter uh <laughs> The first one was uh, Transformation, Evolution, mm. Nature, which is what we went with, uh, Disaster, Unsolved, and Digital. Those were the themes I had come mm. up with. And uh, Procky's okay. been pretty busy lately, so uh, I assume those were the only ones that we had, but I don't know for sure. I didn't realize it was just you two. I thought it'd be like 
a bunch of the other staff that would have to like vote on the so theme and things like that. In years past, it's literally only been Procky. Um, oh. uh, this is my first year that a thousand contest has been happening where I've been a co-captain of community outreach. The other co-captain before me was way more into actually writing for the site than I am at this point. I just don't have the time to anymore with my job and mm. you know school and other stuff. Uh, but he was into it a lot more than I am, so he was able to say, hey, uh, I want to participate in the contest. So Procky was like, all right, and didn't include him in the planning because we don't include whoever's going to be writing in the planning. Mm, so okay. this is the first That's year fair. I was like, hey, you want help? He was like, really? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't realize it was a one-man band. All these, Well, not all these years. I'm assuming there are people before him. Well, so the theme and the rules for these are usually... I'm gonna yawn, I'm sorry. Oh, I need to get more sleep. <laughs> the theme and the rules tend to be uh, thought up and executed by like one or two people because the idea is, you know, we want the most amount of people to be able to participate as possible. And if you helped to formulate the rules or anything like that before it goes up, you've got an unfair advantage, so you can't participate. Hmm. That's fair. That's interesting, yeah. I didn't realize that... Uh even just being involved in writing yeah no we try and make it absolutely as fair as possible so if you have any hand in any part of the creation of the contest we don't allow you to participate say you like want to collab later on after something's writing does that even count too because i know sometimes what do you mean by later on authors will so i know sometimes with articles um an author will throw up a draft and then another author would be like hey you want to like team up to Mm -hmm. like clean this up together would that like disqualify the person for me to be able to uh be a judge or i guess moderator i don't know what you're like so you mean to like moderate the contest yeah so the contest isn't moderated by like we don't choose winners based on you know what we think the the winners are just chosen by overall upvote count by the time that the uh, timer runs out uh the moderators of the contest i mean we we limit that to first of all we limit that to staff um Mm i'm gonna yawn again my god (sighs) i yawn like chronically it's an issue <laughs> you know, I, I am, I'm not even kidding. I'll go to work and I'll be in the middle of teaching, and my student will be like, "You're gonna yawn." I'm like, "I'm gonna yawn." <laughs> it's awful. Uh, so moderation of contests is limited to staff, and it's usually a very small team. It's usually just the people who are running the contest. So, uh, for 1,000 contests, or I guess thousand contests, because this is gonna be 6,000, not 1,000. Uh, we've got three people currently. We've got Procky, myself, and then another staff member, Napic Fail. Uh, he's a cool guy hmm. um, who volunteered to help because they won't have time to write either. Essentially, what we do is we make sure... Here I go again. It's chronic, I tell you. Uh, so, essentially, what moderation for these contests is, it's just... Um, what's the right way to put this? Uh, we just kind of make sure that things fit within the theme, and we're very liberal about that, especially for the thousand contests. Hmm. We... Uh, if you might, if you haven't noticed, the theme is extremely broad, so yeah, the uh, that's kind of the idea for these thousand contests because we want to let the writers formulate what the series should be, not us. Um, so when that happens, uh, we just make sure things kind of fit within the theme, at least in some form of broad sense. And if we don't think they do, we're gonna ask the author to justify it. Here I go again. I am really sorry. <laughs> it's impossible for me to not yawn i don't get it um we ask the author to justify it if need be 
Uh, if it's rule breaking, as in like if it breaks the site rules, uh, that's a little different. That'll probably end up being disqualified. Mm. Uh, we make sure nobody posts before the posting date starts. That will disqualify you. But, you know, in general, moderation is really just making sure the rules are followed. Essentially to the point like, does this fit? Is this plagiarized? Does it follow the site rules? Yes, no, and or, you know, whatever order that needed to be in. Cool. Keep going. So you guys aren't necessarily also enforcing the site rules. That's Well, we really are enforcing the site job. rules, but... Um, well, I mean, like, not just you guys. Yeah, well, the, the site the rules contest. are enforced yeah. by um, by staff overall, but, like, the contest team, if we notice something isn't following site rules, then that'll uh, that'll be a red flag. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so that's not as much pressure, I guess, yeah. then. Uh, it's not actually as help. involved as you'd think, really. It gets more involved when posting starts, but thankfully this contest has a, uh, a month-long writing period before the posting, so we got a little bit of time. Is that yeah? So what? How have other contests kind of been uh, that you've been involved in? How have they've kind of been structured compared to this one? So, oh gosh, I'm gonna have to pull it up because it's been a very long time since I ran it, like two years. Uh, a couple years ago, I ran a contest with a 2019. Wow, that was two years ago. That's really weird. 2020 happened, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes you i do. guess um you know that's what i'm told at least so in 2019 uh a former staff member and i ran a contest called cliche con uh which was essentially it was a cliche contest but specifically for you know the scp foundation's cliches uh for example each there were uh i believe there were three cliches that we did we did uh oh no that's right we did way more than that we did <laughs> we did uh five different anomaly cliches you could use and five different story element cliches that you could use um mm. the cliches were the uh for the anomalies were a compulsion effect that makes you do bad things or kills you uh spooky scary <laughs> murder monsters an anomaly so helpful or harmless the foundation lets it roam the site and has minimal containment procedures being helpful or harmful is optional uh, a doorway of any shape to a different dimension, timeline, or world, and an item that is very good at doing the thing it's supposed to do. Too good, in fact. Mm, uh, the story yes. elements were a highly skilled mobile task force gets steamrolled. Not my wording. Uh, an interview in which the anomaly is overly cryptic, followed by the interviewer's suffering. Uh, GOI slash POI here gets one over the foundation, making them look like fools in the process. Termination attempts and D class equals disposable class. So the idea of this contest was essentially, you know, these are things that are very common in like series one articles or things that, you know, somebody who doesn't know much about site culture or modern day articles will come in like, this is what is the best type thing. And it's not bad, yeah. but it's really hard to do well because so many things have been done with them. That's the thing. And that was kind of the challenge of this contest. If I recall correctly, we had a yeah so the uh the posting began on january 1st of 2019 and ended on the 31st and winners were announced on the 15th and the page was posted 
on the 14th of December. So there were a couple weeks of writing period, but then the idea behind this one was also, you know, part of the posting period was also a writing period. Hmm. I think this might be the first contest that, especially for a thousand contests, that we've decided, oh, it makes more sense to have a, you know, a longer writing period than posting period. That made sense. And we kind of were like, why haven't we done that yet? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Because that's something I was always kind of hazy on. I didn't know if there was like a solid rule book you guys have and this is how oh, no. every contest gets structured <laughs> solid <laughs> rule books are not not a thing in this kind of thing like we have a we have a staff charter for you know overall staff stuff but like mm -hmm. specific team things don't often have a very specific rule book that's interesting i guess i always assumed there was just because the site's been up for so well, long like it's let me rephrase that when i say there's no specific rule book it's each team has its own, you know, stuff that it does and stuff like that. But there's no like, mm -hmm. there, there, there's no constitution of each individual team. There are the staff guidelines that the charter outlines. But in general, as long as you're not being awful, and as long as you're doing what needs to be done, and doing it well, and being not awful, then it's fine. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess it's a lot of trust put into each team to just do their thing we also do have team captains who we um who have either spearheaded large projects or you know created the teams and stuff that have allowed them to uh lead the rest of them you know i guess that makes sense considering it's not like people who become staff they're just like all of a sudden they go from zero experience to staff because yeah from how i was explained you basically can take like a junior role mm -hmm. and then you can kind of slowly over time as you more experienced more trusted then you can start yes. kind of picking up other roles so junior staff are brought on uh essentially as kind of like i mean it's a junior staff position you don't have access to staff spaces where we have you know big policy discussions but you do have access to posting on the staff site where we have all the public discussions and everything like that which is where you know the majority of policy discussions and stuff happen uh behind closed doors is mostly like hey do we want to pursue this as a thing or hey do we think we should formulate a policy on this? Or, hey, I like your tie today. <laughs> so, it's that kind of conversation. O5 is where the majority of, like, stuff that needs to be public is public, because that's the idea behind it. And that's where junior staff get access to. Uh, you also have responsibilities to uphold, like, the forum criticism team. You know, their junior staff are responsible for doing forum criticism. Uh, hmm. One of the teams that I lead under community outreach is the seminars team. My uh, my junior staff are responsible for making sure that lesson plans get revised and, uh, you know, like the seminars get moderated. Um, once you have been on junior staff for a certain amount of time, usually a few months, um, you're eligible to be put up for a promotion to operational staff, which is where you get access to, uh, you know, the behind closed door spaces. Um, you get hmm. access to posting on 05 without needing permission. You get access to essentially being able to make staff posts and like that's when you're a full-fledged staff member okay and so if say say someone wants to be a junior mm -hmm. um member do they have to wait for like an opening or do they just say hey i have the time and i want to learn so there's do this kind of stuff it largely depends on the team uh, a lot of teams mm -hmm. are always looking for junior staff like the mast team i'm not sure if they're currently looking for junior staff but they are pretty often looking for junior staff because their team is essentially uh 
Mast is the biggest team, I would say. It's it, it encompasses pretty much all of the miscellaneous activities that staff need to do, as well as specific things, like guide mm. updating, but they're also they also tag all the articles. They also make sure that articles are tagged correctly, you know, all that kind of grunt work stuff. So they're they're looking for junior staff a lot. Uh, community outreach has a lot of teams, but uh, not always in need of junior staff. But there are some teams that are invite only, like uh, Forum Crit, because it's enormous and also very prone to burnout because it's a lot of work. Mm. So there, there's no like roster of like, we need this many people at all times. It's more just like, hey, you do good work. Are you interested? Or hey, we're looking for junior staff. Here's a thread where you can say, hey, I'd like to be junior staff. Well, I'm assuming there's been a higher demand the past few years, right? Because I know the site's grown a lot in the just the amount of traffic that comes in the past few years, right? Well, uh, well, the traffic, yes, definitely. I wouldn't. <clears throat> so I've only actually been on staff for two years myself, mm. uh, and I've only been in a leadership position for about a year. And I, oh Jesus, a year and a half, I guess. <laughs> oh my God, time is really a thing that happens. Um, I'm so bad with time. I actually couldn't tell you for real how many, how long I've been on staff as a, an authority figure. Um, my team, I, I'd probably have a bit of a skewed perspective on that because my team, I built from the ground up. Seminars was my idea that mm. I worked with somebody who was junior staff for a while on but ended up quitting because they just didn't have the time um you know it's it's an idea that i built from the ground up with their help and then after they left continued so it was an entirely new team so my team i brought on completely new junior staff because we had a new team to put staff into it, it's not the same outlook that somebody who's been here longer than me would have in terms of uh hmm. upkeep it and, uh, you know, raising numbers in junior staff because I'm from the angle of, well, I needed staff who weren't already staff because I had an entirely new team. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Well, just real quick. So actually, the seminars is pretty much, I'm pretty sure, is how I first, like, saw you oh, hell yeah. on uh, the server we share. Hell yeah. But um, do you want to just explain that real quick yeah. to people who don't know uh, what so that's about? So seminars was originally started as a forum criticism thing because that's the, <laughs> I'm the I'm the co-captain of community outreach who hasn't done forum crit in like two years and that is the team I was promoted to operational staff from. Haha, <laughs> fooled them. I win. I snuck in. They still think I'm one of them. Uh, <laughs> imposter. Um, imposter among yeah, us. Yeah, seriously. Oh god, among us. Oh, <laughs> just gonna upset. Every... I'm sorry. No, I find it hilarious. <laughs> uh, but so it originally started as a forum crit thing because a large problem that forum crits uh, faces is people who uh, write things that aren't necessarily bad, but are really, really overdone. So they don't mm. come across as original enough to be impactful. And yeah. uh, on top of that, it was also a huge problem that people who had to continuously give critique to stuff like this would be burnt out because forum crit gets swamped daily. Uh, Zin, who is like just the nicest human being and also the probably the hardest working person on staff ever, wow. is ridiculous. Back in back when I was paying attention to the forums, uh, you know, like the forum crit forums. I would see her doing yeah. like five to six threads a day 
in addition to like her job and her admin duties it was like jeez jeez oh <laughs> and i was like i'll do two and then i will go to bed um so burnout is a lot but i got decently okay at doing forum crit for a while and i thought okay uh, a way that we could help people out is maybe we could, uh, you know, teach some people some more effective ways to give critique. So, uh, I, with Zin's permission, I started doing some of those seminars to, uh, to give some other critters some, some help. Uh, and eventually, as I was promoted and stuff kept going, um, I decided it might be a cool idea to expand just from, uh, giving critique as a, a seminar topic to, you know, help, maybe we can help people improve their writing so that some of these things that we've been helping people learn to critique maybe aren't as necessary to keep critiquing anymore. So it mm. spawned, I think the first one was a dialogue seminar after that. Uh, and then we got some people to do like, um, you know, like action sequences. Uh, a couple of people did creating memorable characters, and it's not just me hosting them. A bunch of people have hosted them. We've had some site users who have written a really great amount of articles uh, host them. We've had other staff members host them. You know, essentially anybody who we can say, oh, you're known on the wiki for writing this really good, who wants to do a seminar, yeah, we'll work. my team will work with them to help make it happen. And... How often do you guys, do you guys have like a set schedule or is it just kind of sort of whenever sort of so we also do orientation seminars where um, we have a Twitch channel where we uh, kind of do every few months we do like a live like this is how you use and navigate the site thing that is scheduled mm -hmm. to happen at least three times a year. Um, there's a there's a seminars and workshops hub on the site you can find it in the sidebar or the top bar of the wiki um, that, that has a calendar on it. We have other seminars that happen we try and aim for i think we try and aim for at least six a year uh because obviously you know people have lives outside the wiki we don't want to overwhelm anybody who has to give them or moderate them but also you know like yeah we can't expect massive turnout to every single one of them so we try mm -hmm. and have you know at least one seminar for one orientation every uh for three times a year and then you know within those trimesters we tend to have at least one more uh, of some form sometimes hosted by seminar staff okay. sometimes not and so you all basically do this on a Twitch stream. The orientations. Uh, some the orientations. seminars can take place on the uh, on the Twitch Twitch channel, but that's uh, not necessarily as likely. They will more often take place on the IRC channels. Okay, so that's all text, basically. Yeah, then. we uh, we try and make it as you know interactive and inclusive as possible. Though we uh, we have activities that go on in them, like the dialogue seminar has an entire role play section where um, you go and you formulate like a three sentence backstory for your character and then you play that character in a situation and then you swap backstories and characters to see how that kind of thing will impact the way that they speak oh that's cool yeah that sounds fun it is a lot of fun actually i enjoy doing that one with everybody okay, so and so do you have like a so you mentioned where you can find it on the wiki mm -hmm. with, with the calendar but i'll throw links to the twitch and then do you guys have like a specific i don't use twitter so but do you have a specific Twitter that you guys also announced? We stuff do, which I help to run, actually. I don't remember the URL because I'm bad at that, but let me pull it up. And yeah, we'll just, for people listening, everything will be in the YouTube uh, description. Oh, that so makes sense. It's literally just at SCP Wiki. That would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's just the Wiki. Uh, <laughs> I run. I help run this account, and I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. 
Don't tell me. Um, and are there any other like public spots you also kind of announce this stuff in? Yeah. Uh, so stuff like that is always announced pretty much on every social media. There's a Facebook. There's a Reddit. We have an Instagram. Uh, the Twitter. Mm. Those are the main ones. Uh, I've seen it on the Reddit. That's where I usually see yeah, it. We've yeah. Also, we also announce it on the front page. Okay. Gotcha. So it's hard to miss. Yeah. Well, we try and make even, it that even way. Even still. I, uh, I will still link to the, nice. the main social media sites yeah. for people who don't follow it. Go for it. Because I don't think everyone's fully aware of like how pretty much every major social media site there is an SCP account for. Yeah. Um, like me personally, I, mean, I only really follow RS, r slash SCP since I don't really heavily that's use pretty, any That's other our biggest one, I think, honestly. Media. Yeah. That's definitely like very active. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. It's exciting. There's a lot of momentum and energy there. Yeah, that's one of the um, biggest ones we have. And so, okay, so I didn't know. So your wait, sorry, you said your title again. It was um, community outreach, right? Is your team? Uh, yeah, I'm the co-captain of community, community outreach. And so, yeah, what are some? I think you might have probably listed them already, but what are like any other kind of responsibilities that your team does? Seminars uh, or community or like, outreach in general. Uh, community outreach in general uh, so at the moment we are uh working on a town halls initiative to kind of allow the user base a more direct route to staff uh, allow them to share their thoughts with us on policies you know inter-staff workings at the end of the mm -hmm. day it's uh it's sometimes a little bit easy to forget just because of how much uh we're separated by circumstance from the user base that we're not working for us we're working to make the site better for the user base uh, mm -hmm. And we all know that, but sometimes, you know, just in the heat of the moment, it's a little bit easy to forget that. And uh, yeah. this is hopefully going to help keep us grounded to that, but also help provide the community a way to have a little bit more faith in us, have a way to, uh, you know, allow us to influence policy based on how they'd like to see the site progress. Uh, we also have, like, we had an introductions team, but that ended up, uh, I'm not sure how active that still is personally, actually, but uh, there's also the site news uh, pretty much anything you see that has to do with any form of event on site is community mm -hmm. outreach. Okay, cool. So literally anything involving talking to the public, essentially. Uh, well, on site public. On site. Off site yeah. would be internet outreach. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I, I do mix those up. Um, I will yeah. say, because yeah, that's why I see the IO teams. Like, yep. okay, yeah, it makes sense. That there are so many teams. There are a lot of teams. <laughs> keep track of. Uh, I don't, I'm not a writer, I'm not an author, so I feel like I'm always kind of out of the loop on a lot of this stuff, because, mm -hmm. um, obviously it's very author-centric, the site, um, for obvious reasons, um, so that's why I like kind of getting the podcast people yeah. on, on the, just anyone who's worked staff or is familiar with the wiki, yeah. that's why authors and, like, you guys are really helpful, um, so that way you don't have to, like, ask questions and then annoy people and hopefully i plan on clipping all these things so y'all can have an easy time kind of jumping <laughs> if you forget um what's what on the staff but that's cool i didn't realize um so i guess, was there anything kind of that predated the town hall that let it let people kind of like send like complaint letters yeah, we or have, like um, suggestions the irc rooms we have uh we have site 17 which is our help channel uh, staff are always, we always have our PMs open to uh, getting complaints or suggestions. Uh, PMing an admin doesn't always work because the way that Wikidot functions, every single time someone's an, someone sends an application into the site, they get an inbox notification. So 
a lot of the admins i've i've seen pictures of their inbox one of the admins has like fifty six thousand unread messages oh no yeah uh if i mean that's probably way more than i'm than it, than it actually is but i i'm bad at numbers uh, but it's it's a lot. It's it's more than four thousand. I remember that very specifically. Jeez, um, so sending a message to an admin might not be your best bet because they legitimately might not be capable of seeing it. Uh, yeah. You're much more likely to receive a response sending to a moderator or below. But that's literally just because of the way Wikidot functions. It's not an intentional ignor ignoring of anything. And I guess for people who don't know, from my understanding, literally everyone on the staff. They're all volunteer. No one gets paid. Not a single person. It's like they all work real jobs and yep. they do this on the side. The closest yeah. thing I could ever think of to any of us getting quote unquote paid is the legal fund. And none of that is going to any of us. None of us have access to that. That's the only thing that I can recall ever having to do with money. And that that's straight up legitimately 100% going to the legal funds. That's That's nothing to do with us other than the fact that we helped organize it. Yeah, you guys aren't the lawyers on the case. No, not so at all. You can say, you can yeah, say you're not getting paid. None of us get paid for this. None of us receive any money. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I didn't realize. So, is that the first uh, and only fundraiser involving the site? That's the only one that I've ever known of. Yeah, that's kind of interesting to think that ten years. Yeah, I mean, it's probably getting to eleven years. If now. I recall, actually, uh, Gears had cancer semi-recently oh, and we had right. Leo yeah. willing to go fund me for his uh cancer fund yeah so he's, he's doing much better thank god okay yeah i was gonna ask i didn't yeah, have any he's doing much better there. that's great and that i pretty i remember that was like a resounding success yeah. it was very nice to see yes um i caught on it too late so i was <laughs> like oh shit i was like i should have probably shared this but i'm always kind of behind with these eh. things um, but yeah, that was actually really heartwarming because I know he's been around for a long time. Very long time. Community. Um, Very long time. Yeah, so I just find it really interesting also just from like an external perspective how this site has been, how has lasted this long mm -hmm. on a completely voluntary uh, team. Because I feel like the only other like big, I guess like quote air quotes fan run pages I've seen are like the Billy Joel fan <laughs> <laughs> website or things like that, you know? It's not like... <laughs> A creative uh, you know, uh, community or something. Did you know that uh, the biggest site on Wikidot isn't the SCP Foundation? The biggest site... Is it the Billy Joel one? No, it's Bruce Base, uh -huh. which is oh, the world's largest yes. database of Bruce Springsteen information. <laughs> I think it's Bruce so, Springsteen. That's the only Bruce I would know of, but... Yeah, no, I, I think that's what I was mixing up. I meant to say the, uh, that's the Bruce That's so ridiculously funny to me. So yeah, that's like uh, I heard. It still looks like it's from like the oh, early it, it does. Or 90s, it does. Like, it's awesome. Then again, so do it's we. Great. But you know, it's it's our classic look. Well, I've noticed a lot of authors kind of update it in a sense. Yeah, we don't how they we don't have design their articles. Yeah, and stuff. there's a there's a policy for you know what can and can't be used on articles, but it's essentially like hey, don't break site functionalities. Uh, yeah. Other than that, you can do whatever the hell you want to your articles. We have no, we don't care as long as it's not offensive and it follows the site rules. Then do whatever the hell you want. Because I've noticed definitely in the last few series, things have gotten pretty interesting yeah. with some of the design people do. I think it's really fun um, to be creative like that. Yeah, and it was interesting to see like, I mean, uh, our 
SCP Declassified, mm -hmm. that uh, Discord server. Yep. And sometimes I just see author chats of them telling, teaching each other how to like do web coding. Yeah, that is completely um, over my head. I did one CSS theme. I helped make the Wondertainment theme, which is awful, by the way. It's disgusting. <laughs> Almost intentionally so, but not entirely intentionally so. Um, and I, I forgot how to do everything from that completely and immediately after finishing. Yeah, I, I kind of just stay away from anything coding related. Yup. Um, I, uh, it's not for me. I'm not, not I don't either. think like that. Nope. I don't have the attention to detail with like small little <laughs> me things. Me too. Um, like I think literally when I sent you the questions, I wrote, uh, overall history with rubbing competitions. With so, what? Yeah, I think oh, did that, I did say, that say, did it? <laughs> Hold on, I'm checking. Yeah, it did. I, I, it says right now on my list. It does. It um, does say that. When I meant to say it running. I didn't even, I didn't so. even notice it. <laughs> I read um, it as running. But actually, yeah, you know what? Since I brought that up real quick, <laughs> are, are there any other contests that you've also run in the past? Uh, just cliche con. cliche con. Just cliche con. That's the only yeah. other one that I've run. I, I was supposedly a contest marshal for 5,000, but like that didn't involve anything. I didn't do anything. What does a marshal even do? Uh, like, contest marshals can disqualify articles and uh, answer questions. Essentially, oh, okay. uh, but Procky and I are the only two who can uh, undisqualify articles. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and so, okay, this is, I guess, if you want to really kind of write out the steps, like say you're an author right now mm -hmm. and you want to enter into 6,000, what do you have to do? Uh, well, check the posting date, which I believe is May 25th is the starting date of posting. Uh, write an article that fits the theme post the article when the posting dates open up, uh, title the page and URL according to the rules, and that's that's it. Uh, tag it with the 6,000 tag, but other than that, that's it. You just have to write it and post it correctly. And the rules lay it out yeah. how to do it. It's pretty easy. Yep, there's, minus there's no the other write something. Yep, there's no <laughs> there's no fee of entry. There's no, uh, there's no gate you have to pass other than just, hey, you got to actually create something for it. Cool. Yeah. So uh, you're not too late if you're listening to this podcast. Absolutely not. Um, although I do believe it will be, you'll only have 10 days by the time this releases. That, uh, but also I the think the posting period is like a week. You still have like, you're still allowed to write during the posting period. You just are going to be at a little uh, bit of a okay. disadvantage because, you know, you're going to have less time to write. Uh, mm -hmm. Posting opens. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Posting opens on the 25th and ends on the 1st. So you've got, what, seven days? Six days. Seven days. You've got a few days <laughs> to write <laughs> once the posting period starts. Seven days. Cool. Because there's 31 days in May, right? Yes. Yes. I believe so. You've so. got a week. You've got a week to continue writing once posting opens. Because posting opens on the 25th and ends on the 1st. Uh, if you post after June 1st at uh, 12.01 uh, Eastern Time in the morning, uh, you are disqualified. Wow. Yep. It's that tight. Um, but then again, it's not that tight. Yeah, so I mean, we're giving you seven like days. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no excuses if you guys have always wanted to write something. Yep. Um, it's not that hard to uh, get into the contest. Um, and so... I'm actually curious, why did you become, 
or want to become or decide to become wiki staff because to me it seems like I mean, I'm very grateful that you guys do these <laughs> things, but at the same time, I'm like, how? Like, oh my God. There's a running joke amongst a few people that we are tied to this site by our ankles and a chain. Um, <laughs> the wiki is, it's a passion project for a lot of us. Um, mm -hmm. There's something really special about a project on the internet lasting this long with this much enthusiasm from this many people. Um, mm -hmm. And there, there's really nothing else like SCP, which is this open and collaborative to anything and anyone internationally uh, that's yeah. ever existed, really, at least to my knowledge, that has lasted this long, that has this much media influence, that has, you know, this much of an audience that is completely open, collaborative, you know, Creative Commons, nobody owns anything. It, it's all mm -hmm. everybody's. And there's something really special about being a part of that. Uh, I wanted to become wiki staff at first just because I really liked the wiki in the community and I wanted to help people out. And I'll warn you, when I started out, I sucked. Like, I was just the worst. I, I was whiny, I was annoying, and I'm the first person to admit that. Uh, and then I quit staff. Uh, back when I was still a junior staff member, I quit. And then a few months later, I don't remember how long, but it was a few months, uh, I rejoined after asking to, and I had all these ideas for things that I thought could better the wiki. And I was really excited about them because I legitimately saw a way that like th this, this could help people and this could make people more enthusiastic. And it started to. Mm. And for me, the feeling of, you know, creating something that matters even to a small amount of people is, is a, it's addicting to me. I like creating things and providing things for people that will matter, at least to them. Uh, and this is a way for me personally to do that. For a lot of people on staff, this is a way to help maintain something that matters to them and that matters to a lot of other people. Yeah, I mean, it's very cool to see. You kind of briefly mentioned like the... Uh the media mm -hmm. effect that SP has. Like, I remember like seeing an art uh, pre-visualization, pre mm -hmm. sorry, uh, of King of the Monsters, the Godzilla film. Yeah. And they literally had 682's head in like one of the labs. That's pretty funny. And I was like, you gotta be kidding That's me. That's pretty funny. Like, it's very obvious someone on the art team is an SCP fan and like was using that as a- uh, That's awesome. Inspiration for, the, um, I forget the name. Is it Mothra or Mother? I think, yeah. I think they're the same. I feel like they're the same. Yeah, but they're the organization that like, tracks all the monsters, like a secret organization. Oh, um, oh, from Godzilla. I have no idea, from Godzilla. to be honest with you. But uh, that was cool to see like a AAA film. That is pretty cool. There have been a couple SCP, of AAA yeah. games, actually, that have influenced yeah, like, and Control. And uh, Alan yeah. Wake actually mm -hmm. is set in the same universe, apparently. So. Really? Yeah. Which one's that? Alan Wake. It's an older game. I have it with uh, on my 360 actually because I bought a 360 recently because I'm that guy. Um, I've wanted one since I was 10. Don't judge me. It was it was sixty dollars. <laughs> I had to do it. Um, That's not bad. It's really not. I've got so many games that I have to play now. I'm so excited. Um, but Alan Wake is like a like an older I think survival horror. I haven't really started it yet, but it's set in the same universe as Control. Huh. Well, I didn't know it went like that far back. Yeah, well, it, it's uh, 
it's not part of the same storyline. It was just confirmed after Control came out that they were the same universe. Like, is it the same developers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I didn't know that. I thought Control was like a brand new team or something. No, I don't think. I like think Remedy is pretty, deeper. pretty like established team. Uh, but there's also the guy. It's a VR game. I think it's called Boneworks. They had like SCP field codes. I have in the never game. heard of that, but that's pretty awesome. I'm gonna have to it's look at that. It's the guy Brandon. He he's one of the developers on it. He used to be like part of Freddy W. There's a lot like of Film Brandons. Riot. Um, well, he was just known for like working with Freddy W on early internet stuff. Huh. Like it used to be him and Freddy were like the Freddy W channel. I'm gonna have to look into that. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, like Fieldworks. It's a. I don't know if it's fully out yet, but it's like a VR game. And I remember. Um, talking to toad king who's the creator of uh field i know toad king. And he's like hey can i get credit for that because like you guys kind of just took that yeah toad king's a cool guy. <laughs> um, yeah no he is um so i think they ended up crediting him too so there's or they changed it i don't remember but there i believe there are currently SCP field codes in that triple hmm. a cool right i guess it's not triple a indie uh vr game that's pretty cool actually i like that and i'm sure there's many 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 more uh other uh kind of inspirations that the SCP stuff has affected yeah with other so even if it's just on the down low you know even if it's just a very subtle yeah. influence I'm, I'm pretty confident there is because yeah. i know a lot of writers that work in tv and film they kind of like to draw inspiration from things they read mm -hmm. um and so hey there happens to be this cool sci-fi site that has over five thousand stories hmm. way more than that well yeah i don't forget all the tales it? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Just speaking of articles. Yeah, I got so, you. Yeah, not even talking about tales. Um, Almost five thousand. Actually, do you know how many tales there are? I actually don't how know how many tales. <laughs> like loosely, yeah. Uh, there's there's got to be a ton. I think I can check. Let me see. Four thousand seventy-three, according to this. Oh really? I thought there'd be more tales. Actually. Yeah, I'm actually a little surprised. Yeah. That's only according to this. I'm not sure how accurate that is, though. It's still a lot, though. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's a lot. Say. It's still a ton. Yeah, it's still it's uh, still a fair amount. So, that's your answer, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> possible answer. But, uh, possible. That's the closest we've gotten yeah. on the podcast. Um, and so, the other thing I was wondering, mm -hmm. what would you say? This is kind of a hard question, but what would you say are like one of the most rewarding kind of experiences being on Wiki staff? Ooh, okay. Uh, let's see. Personal experience. Yeah, um, personal. Yeah. <laughs> whew, okay. Um, my personal most rewarding experience. I mean, there have been a lot of really, really, really great ones. Um, being promoted to moderator was very special for me because I was not the coolest <laughs> when I started out on staff, you know, but, you know, mm -hmm. getting promoted, seeing all my friends say what they did about me, because I know regardless of what people think about you personally on staff, they will absolutely tear into you in any official capacity if they feel like you deserve it. Nobody here pulls mm -hmm. punches. It's kind of it can be demoralizing, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, but it's helps keep us honest at the very least. Um, that being said. Uh, I, I'd say, for me, oh, that's really hard. Uh, one of my favorite moments as staff was uh, during a dialogue seminar that I hosted. And I'll readily admit that my uh, 
my dialogue seminars tend to go for a long time. They tend to be, they tend to be like three to four hours just because I get really into them. But, hmm. um, when I had that, when I was doing that seminar, uh, as it ended, somebody came up to me there in the seminar and, uh, said to me, Hey, uh, this seminar was for dialogue. Th this seminar for dialogue was more helpful for writing dialogue for me than one of my college courses was. And I was like, wow, wow. I don't think that's accurate, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> probably not but that that meant a lot to me because I, I don't consider myself you know i don't consider myself a college professor in any of the slightest ways but it made me feel good no that's crazy yeah i, I definitely think that's valid yeah it made me feel good um especially because i'm sure the format and how it was going about compared to like the structure of a college class i know that can really help um, yeah people i do my best things. to uh, make sure everybody at the very least gets included in some way so there's no lecturing in the seminars. Yeah, and which I think, you know, most writing stuff, I think it's better to have it as a more back and forth kind of format anyway. Yeah. Um, but cool. That's a nice heartwarming uh, story. Yeah, made me feel um, good. And then, okay, last question. Uh, we're hitting near the hour. All right. But um, what were some of the most challenging times being a wooden staff for you? You might have touched on that. Well, uh, so there's there's a few, uh, you know, getting seminars off the ground. I faced a lot of pushback because some people didn't think it would work. Some people didn't think it would be good. And that's that was upsetting. But I wouldn't say that's the most challenging. Uh, one of the most challenging times was uh, when Duxin started becoming prominent again. That was very scary for me. Um, hmm. Just because, you know, that involved legal stuff and I don't understand legal stuff. <laughs> And it frightens that's me. That's the Russian guy. Yeah, that's the Russian guy. Yeah, he's the yeah. guy who uh, <laughs> is mean and bad. Uh, it was also like, it was also brought up pretty immediately. Like, hey, uh, we're going to need to get legal with this. We're going to need legal funds. And mm. I was there. I was like, awesome. We make no money. <laughs> uh, and everyone was like, we know. So the idea of the GoFundMe was brought up. I was like, we're never going to hit that goal. And then we did. And I was mm -hmm. like, holy shit. So far exceeded it. Yeah, that was incredible. That was very, very heartwarming to see just people, you know, care that much about it. That was mm -hmm. very nice. But Duxon has by far probably been one of the hardest times just because it's so constantly an annoyance and an upset that it's also a a situation that not all of us completely 100% understand because, you know, some of us on staff mm. are like my age who don't understand legal things that well. Yeah. Uh, some people on staff are like almost 30. You know, like some people do. We have people who have relatives that are lawyers. I think at one point we did have a lawyer on staff. We don't anymore, I don't think. But, you know, like mm. for some people, they understand it better. Uh, for others, yeah. it's frightening. In general, it's just not fun. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure as we speak, it is still ongoing. Yes. The, uh, the case is, we're, we're winning for the record. <laughs> to my knowledge, yeah. we are winning. Uh, and it, it's good because at the end of the day, it pulled a lot of us together to the point where, you know, we, we all as a community understand that it's that we're on one team because of this. It helped 
bring us all together mm -hmm. at the end. No, I definitely agree. I think also just seeing the outpouring of support. Yeah. Like when it really mattered with that go. Exactly. Um, Same with Gears. Yeah, yeah Gears 2. That's another good example. Um, it shows that like people are putting money where their mouth is. Exactly. Um, I think I'm using that saying right. I have no idea to be um, honest with you. <laughs> um, but basically, you know, people are walking the walk. They're uh, they're not all talk, as they say. Even um, if they are, it's just the the fact that people showed support. That's really what matters. Mm -hmm. Even if it was just you know sharing it or saying something against Duxon, that was what mattered the most to me. It, it wasn't it wasn't ever about people donating. I mean, that was helpful and very very heartwarming to see because you know otherwise we wouldn't have been able to afford to go to go to court with this but you know for me it was all about seeing people just come together and say this is bad we want the wiki to stay under everybody's control instead of just one person's yeah i will say there seems to be a very kind of unified perspective on this issue which is it can be surprising given how a, misinformation is so easy to spread. Yes. B, it's a very complicated situation. Most people don't even understand like what a Creative Commons is. And they're like, when's the Netflix series coming? <laughs> um, uh... <laughs> um, so that's why it was very, very like nice to see. Um, yeah. It, it seems like people relatively had kind of a sense of like why this is wrong and why we need to like stand up against this. Why it's so important. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's why I think there is a bright future for the community overall. I, do too. I mean, there's a bunch of reasons, but um, it's fun to be a part of this. Yeah, um, I enjoy it. On on that note, thanks for coming on. Yeah, man, thanks for um, having me. Thanks for clearing up a lot of like wiki staff questions I've yeah. always uh, wanted to ask. Um, do you have any specific things you personally want to shout out or for the wiki i'll throw all the links in the description uh if anybody ever has any questions you can feel free to pm me uh i'm uh i'm pretty much easily findable on the uh sometimes on the front page when there are seminars announced but you can find me on the meet the staff page i'm always in the irc chat i don't sleep because <laughs> insomnia but also just because mm. my account is always there even when i am asleep so if you ever have any questions you know you can hit me up you can hit any other staff members up uh, we sound scary sometimes. That's just because we haven't had our coffee yet or we're just tired. <laughs> yeah. We try and be nice. <laughs> you know, you guys do put up with a lot. Eh, sometimes. But, but yeah, uh, we yeah. try and make it as, uh, as good for everyone as we can. Cool. I, uh, I will try to have links for pretty much everything we mentioned. Yeah. So that way it's easy for anyone who's interested to find, uh, what we talked about. But yeah, thanks Taylor. Yeah, man. It was fun. Thanks for having me. All right, see ya. Peace.